May God bless each and every one of you. May he bless you as you have come together to, for us to be able to fellowship together, hallelujah, and to be able to worship the name of the living God and also for being in the presence of the living God to study his word, hallelujah. One thing that we know is that the word of the Lord is life, hallelujah. God's word is life. So whenever we come together to hear of God's word and to study it, it becomes part of our lives it, and it enables us to be able to live life because the word of God is the source of our nutrient to our spirit that is able to energize us. It is able to fill us so that we will be able to live and live life to the fullest. Hallelujah. So we thank God that this day he has brought us uh, once again into his presence. Hallelujah. And so we glorify his holy righteous name. Praise God. Um, today I have a, um, a message that has been entitled The Faithfulness of God. The Faithfulness of God. One thing that we have to understand is that God is very real. Hallelujah. And one thing that God wants for us, as most of us sometimes we tend to deter from it, is to admit the fact about the things that you go through hallelujah you see in order for the faithfulness of god to be seen or to be revealed something has to occur for it to be revealed hallelujah and in order for you to appreciate the faithfulness of god there is a need for you to admit the fact of the problem or what you go through in life hallelujah because admitting it that this is what you are going through and this is what you are dealing with will enable you to see God's faithfulness at work in your life. But if we will be truthful to ourselves and agree with ourselves, most often, whenever we go through something in life, whenever we go through pain and sorrows, we tend, we tend not to see the faithfulness of God at work hallelujah because when a man goes through something in life which causes pain and sorrow it blindfolds the person and all the concentration and the attention of the man is solely based on what he is going through hallelujah and so it restricts the person from seeing the brighter side of what he is dealing with hallelujah but in all things, as we admit the fact of what we go through and face in life, we also have to understand that the faithfulness of the Lord is also found in what we go through. Hallelujah. We have to understand that in all, God is always seen. And God is never absent from whatever you are dealing with or going through or facing in life. God is always there with you hallelujah but most of the times we don't feel it that way because we don't see it hallelujah i will stand here to tell you that it is very easy when you are dealing with something that is very unbearable something that appears to be unbreakable because you have been dealing with it for so many years it has gotten to the point in your life where you feel like giving up you feel like nothing will, will no longer work for you so i will not stand here to tell you that it is easy hallelujah you know at times life is not easy 
Hallelujah. Life is very complex. And it throws at us things that times we tend not to be able to bear with it. But understand that the faithfulness of God is seen in everything. Hallelujah. We are going to look at a story and each and every one of us can relate with that story. Amen. Because there was a time in the Old Testament there was a city that was very loved by God and it was very beautiful and I'm talking about the city called Jerusalem. Jerusalem was a city that was very loved by God because God had decided and he had chosen the place to be a place that he, his presence would dwell because it was in Jerusalem that the, 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 the tabernacle of God was established and Jerusalem was a well-fortified city. A city that was not easy to be conquered. A city that was not easy to be overcome. Hallelujah. It was a city that everybody desired to dwell or to live there. Because it was a well-flourished city. People living within the walls of the city felt what secured. Because the city was well-fenced and what protected. Hallelujah. But a time came that God drew his man of God, a prophet, prophesied and spoke about the state of the city because of the things that the people within it had been doing. So there was a prophecy that came that the city is going to be ruined, the city is going to be destroyed. For God had appointed a man, although this man was evil, although this man was evil, God yet said, this is a servant that he was going to use to punish the people. And because of the sins and because of the things that these people have done, it had brought what calamity and the wrath of God upon the city. So God used the prophet Jeremiah to prophesy upon the city that the city is going to be destroyed, that the people within it are going to be destroyed, and majority of them will be carried into captivity. So people that were freed, people that were living on their land as free men are going to be brought into captivity but god also through jeremiah gave a prophecy again and said that at the end of the day which is going to be in the span of 70 years he is going to bring the people once again onto the land so that they will occupy it because within the 70 years the people might have changed hallelujah but through the stories, at the end of the day, that the city became ruined, became destroyed. Everybody were affected, but the person that was most affected was the same prophet that was used to prophesy upon the city. Hallelujah. And it is whose life we are going to see today. Amen. So the desolation of the city was so, was so complete that witnesses found it hard to believe that it was just by mere human's hands that had accomplished the destruction of the city. When you look at the destruction of the city, you could see that there was a supernatural force behind the destruction. For indeed, although the enemy came upon the city and destroyed it, hallelujah, although God used the Bukhanezah to destroy the city, you could see and understand that it was not just done by the hands of this enemy. That God was behind it. Hallelujah. That God was behind it. Because the large buildings, the massive walls that provided security, they had all been destroyed. They had all been trampled, toppled down. 
and scattered like toys hallelujah they were all scattered around bodies that were found on the streets men women and children that were carried into captivity hallelujah so now this city became empty it became empty and proud to the destruction of this city this prophet this man of god was found himself in a place that was also unbearable proud to the destruction of the city and now while that the city was being destroyed he found himself among the people among this same city that he prophesied about hallelujah and so i want you to turn your bible with me to the book of lamentations chapter 3 it is quite long but we are going to read them because as we read them we will come to understand that in all things it is okay for you to admit what you go through it is okay for you to assess the, the situation at hand hallelujah sometimes it is okay for you to pour all out just pour whatever that is within you unto the lord because yet because he is the one that calls you he said come unto him all ye that are heavy laden or heavy burden and i will give you rest because when you are burdened with something it becomes unbearable because you cannot bear it any longer but god invites you he said come unto him burden lay everything that has become that unbearable that thing that has become a bondage on your life lay them at his feet and he will give you his rest hallelujah so sometimes admit what you are going through just go before the lord and pour them out onto him do not leave anything out hallelujah so lamentation chapter 3 verse 1 and we are going to read from verse 1 to 20 so bear with me amen so lamentation chapter 1 chapter 3 verse 1 it says i am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath hallelujah I am a man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. Who is Jeremiah talking about? Jeremiah is talking about God. If you listen carefully or if you read carefully the words of Jeremiah, you will see a crushed what soul. Hallelujah. You will see a crushed soul and you will detect that he is someone who had made his confidence in God known unto others and has been ridiculed for it. Because Jeremiah was a man that when God called him, he was young. But God told him, do not be afraid of the faces of the people and do not see yourself as, as, as young. Hallelujah. Yes, you are a child. And I have called you to stand before the faces of people that are well grown. But don't look at yourself and see yourself as a child before them but stand before them and speak so jeremiah is a man a prophet that places his confidence his trust in the lord hallelujah he is a man that had placed his confidence in god his trust in god that believed that no matter what god was on his side he had believed in him and he made the word of the living god the testimony of god known unto others and he was ridiculed for it he was laughed at hallelujah 
Jeremiah, as a prophet, was also a poet who was skilled with words, words that could what that he could picture the things that people were going through or the things that he himself had gone through or was going through. Hallelujah. And in, in Lamentation chapter 3, we will see that he was brutally what honest about what he faced. He was very honest about what he went through and what he endured as a man of God. Hallelujah. Which calls us that we also have to be very honest with what we go through. Because sometimes, you know, when you go before the living God to praise, you have to be very straight to the point. Hallelujah. You see, you have to know how to go before the living God in prayer. Because when you come before the living God, at times you have to know that regarding what you are going through, there is no need for you to be very general in your prayer, but be specific and go straight to the point. Be honest about what you are going through, admit it. You see, admitting what you are going through doesn't mean that God is going to punish you for it. What you are saying is that this is what the problem is. Yes, you are admitting it, but not accepting it. Hallelujah. I admit that this is the problem. But I am not accepting it to be part of my life. So be honest with what you go through. Hallelujah. So Jeremiah wrote letters to the people that had been taken, that, that survived, that lived, and had been taken to captivity. And now he's writing a letter to them, which the letter was also preserved. And in this letter, Jeremiah was going to make known his sorrow, the pain that he had to endure. Why was he doing that? He was letting them know that I trusted in God and I had gone through this. But he was telling them that they are yet to hope. They, are, they still need to hope in the living God. So he wanted to encourage them. And in order to encourage them, he needed to be on the same page. Hallelujah. He needed to let them know that, hey, listen, I am a man. I am a man of God. I am a prophet of God. I am the same person that prophesied about these things. And I had to endure a whole lot. So he had to sympathize with what they were going through. Hallelujah. He had to sympathize with them. Let them know that he listen. In all things, God, God is going to be with you. Hallelujah. God is going to be with you. And there is no need for you to fret. There is no need for you to be afraid. Hallelujah. Because if you still hope in God, God is the same that is able to bring you out. Amen. So he said, I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. Amen. He said that he has led me and made me walk in darkness and not in light. Surely he has turned his hand against me time and time again throughout the day. He has aged my flesh and my skin and broken my bones he has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and woe he has set me in dark places like the dead of long ago he has urged me in so in me he has hurt me in so that i cannot get out he has made my chain heavy even when i cry and shout 
Hallelujah. He has what? Made my chains heavy. Even when I cry and shout. So Jeremiah is saying that in all the, these things, God is taking me through these things. And the more I cry and the more I shout, the heavier the chains that are on me seems to become. Hallelujah. So in life, sometimes you get to the point in your life, a place in your life, where you see that the more you cry about your situation, hallelujah the more you cry about the problem that you are facing the more it seems to intensify the bigger it seems to become the greater it seems to become so it seems that the more you cry the worse your situation becomes and that is what jeremiah is saying hallelujah he said i am i am found in a place where it seems to be impossible for me to come out Praise God. It's hard for me to come out. And when I cry unto the living God and when I shout unto him, it seems that the chains that are on me becomes heavy. And he said that he shuts out my prayer. Do you get also to a point in your life where it seems that your prayers are not being heard? Not even to talk about being answered. Hallelujah. Jeremiah was known as the weeping what, prophet because he had to endure so many things in his life. Because you, you look at Jeremiah's life and you wonder, how can he be a prophet? How can he be a man of God? Somebody that walks faithfully in the sight of the Lord, but he has to go through what he went through. Jeremiah will reveal it later on in this chapter. Hallelujah. So he said that my prayer, he said that he shut out my prayer. So what he's saying that he said, I pray to God, but yes, so it seems that God doesn't hear my prayers and not to talk about answering them. See, beloved, we all get to that point in our lives where we cry day and night and it seems that God doesn't hear our prayers. It seems that our prayer doesn't even ascend beyond the roof of our building. Sometimes we pray and we feel like the prayer is not being answered. It seems that God is very silent. Concerning our problems and concerning our prayers, that's what we feel. In the moment of our struggle, in the moment of our sorrow, in the moment of our agony, we feel like God has abandoned us. We feel like God has forsaken us. That is what we feel because we are found in the moment of our sorrow. When a man is found in a moment of his sorrow, there is, there is no room to think beyond where he is found. Hallelujah. You see, he becomes, he, he, he found himself in a position where he is unable to even think straight or think right. So Jeremiah is now here contemplating and he is struggling within himself. As a man that has been called by God. And when he was called by God, he was given a promise. He was given a promise by him. Hallelujah. But he said that my prayers are shut out. He said that he has blocked my ways with a hymn stone. He has made my path crooked. Hallelujah. You see, all things that Jeremiah is talking about, he's not talking about the enemy, but he's talking about God himself because he feels that God is the one that has that had, that had made him the way he is. Hallelujah. 
Because even if it's the enemy that had taken me through, he said that it is God that had allowed it. So he's making his complaint unto God. He's pouring his frustration upon God. He's letting God know exactly how he feels. Because this is what a sorrowful man, hallelujah, a man in agony, a man in anguish, this is how he feels. So he keeps he keeps it what real and let God know about it. That God, this is what I feel. This is what I am going through. And this is my struggle. Help me to understand. Hallelujah. Beloved, God is your father. And God desires that you come to him. And just let him know about what you go through. Let him know of your struggle. Let him know of your pain. Let him know of, of whatever that is making you sorrowful. If things are not going right in your life, he wants to know about them. He wants to hear you out. Hallelujah. He said that he has been to me a bear lying in wait, like a lion in ambush. He has turned aside my ways and torn me in pieces. He has made me desolate. He has bent his bow, his bow and set me up as a target for the arrow. And he said he has caused the arrows of his quiver to pierce my loins. I have become the ridicule of all my people. Jeremiah, he said that he, he had become the ridicule of all his people because now his people are looking at him. He said that, are you not the same man that said that you were called by God? How come you are not spared by him? As the city was being destroyed, as people were being punished, how come you were not spared by him? How come you also had to go through this? Hallelujah. Jeremiah had to endure so much pain in his life. He said that he has become the ridicule of all his people. He said that the taunting song all the day. He has filled me with bitterness and he has made me drink what? Warm wood. It is known that Jeremiah was placed in a well that was very filled with mud that he was placed in it and he was chained while he was in the mud deep within the world hallelujah it is known that while the city was being destroyed jeremiah was found in the mud because prior to the destruction of the city his own people had arrested him because of his stance on the word of the living god and because of his proclamation and because he was a man that was sent by God to rebuke the people. And because of the, the, the way he needed, he was correcting the people. These men, these his own people, his own men, they had taken hold on him. Rested him and they were punishing him because of what the Lord has in, had what instructed him to say unto them. And while the city was being destroyed, this man was found in the well hallelujah he slept and did everything within him praise god he said verse 16 he said that he has also broken my teeth with cravel and covered me with ashes he said as you moved my soul far from peace i have forgotten prosperity and i said my strength and my hope have perished from the lord now Jeremiah said that because of all these things that have, that, that have happened unto me, I have gotten to the point in my life that my faith and my hope in the Lord 
they are all gone. They have evaporated into thin hair. Hallelujah. I can no longer hope in the Lord because of what I go through. I can no longer hope in the Lord because of what I am facing. But Jeremiah is going to make a U-turn. Hallelujah. Verse 19. He said, remember my affliction and roaming, the wormwood and the gall. He said, my soul still remembers and sinks with and, uh, what and sinks within me. So this is the complaint of Jeremiah. He is writing to these people about the things that he went through and he had to endure far to the destruction of the city. Hallelujah. Proud to the destruction of the city. But verse 21, he said that this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. Hallelujah. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. Jeremiah is telling the people and reminding them that upon all that I went through. Hallelujah. There is something that comes back to my mind. There is something that I can never forget. There is something that I keep on recalling. And therefore, such knowledge that I have retained in my mind, it keeps on giving me hope. Although I seem to lose my hope, I seem to lose my confidence in God, I seem to lose my trust in God, there is a knowledge, there is something that I keep recalling. There is something that God has done. There is something that God has said. And because of that, it keeps giving me hope. And whenever I get to the point of losing hope, such knowledge that I have about God and in God keeps reminding me that there is still a possibility for me to come out. And such knowledge gives me what? Hope. Hallelujah. And such knowledge gives me hope. Praise God. So Jeremiah, so we have to understand, beloved, that we can be in the same place as Jeremiah. Amen. We can be in the same shoe of Jeremiah where you will get to a point in your life and things seems to be against you. You work hard. But things doesn't seem to go in your favor. Hallelujah. It seems that everything is against you. Jeremiah is saying that he's reminding the people, whatever you are feeling today, I have been there before. Hallelujah. Whatever you are going through, whatever you are facing, the instabilities in your finances. He said that he is a man that he had forgotten about prosperity because of what he went through because of what he was dealing with prosperity was not even found in his life he had forgotten about it you might be in a place where you are struggling financially emotionally you are affected because things are not working for your good you have become a man and a woman who is filled with sorrow so much pain jeremiah is reminding you i have been in your position before I nearly lost hope. I nearly gave up. I blame God for it. 
because if he the one that called me and gave me his promise to run by it yes though it appeared that he had left me and he had forsaken me but yes though I learned to still remain hopeful in him because there is something about him that kept me or that kept me moving hallelujah you see through it all Jeremiah never lost one sight lost sight of one thing about God that kept him going he never lost sight about one thing that what about God that kept him going yes he raised the weapon of truth against the despair and the sadness that feels so much like the final reality sometimes he spoke about the reality of his struggle the reality of his pain the reality of his sorrow but after he pulled out his anger his sorrow and shock he adds hallelujah a letter to remind them he said that i call this to mind and therefore i have hope after all that i have gone through he is reminding the people the survivors that this is what kept me going so, so beloved no matter what you are going through there should be something that you hold on to and that thing should enable you to keep moving that thing should enable you to keep your head high that thing should keep you your, your, your head up that thing should help you not to lose focus hallelujah in your despair in your sadness there should be something that should be able to keep you moving and going in life so that you will not give up and be destroyed in the process and this is what Jeremiah is reminding them hallelujah you see sometimes you feel so low sometimes you might feel lost hallelujah you look at your life and you feel so lost sometimes you as we are, you are reading about jeremiah you you are telling yourself within you are saying it within yourself that i can relate to what jeremiah had been going through you are saying that you have been depressed before jeremiah was a man that in all his life he was he was fighting with depression but yesterday he was a prophet he was a man of god but he was dealing and fighting with depression because of what he had to endure and all that he was going through was a testimony that god was using his life to build hallelujah he felt forsaken but god had not forsaken him his life as a prophet and as a man of god god was using his life as a testimony to people so at the end of the day jeremiah understood that his life was an open book of test filled with countless of testimonies that would have been able to encourage the people so that they could carry on and not lose hope in god until the the end of the days so that they will be brought back to the promised land hallelujah sometimes you might have feelings of emptiness and you hunger if god is angry with you feelings of emptiness you know sometimes you know you think that you are doing everything that you need to do for god as a child of god but sometimes you feel so empty hallelujah you feel so empty and you ask yourself is something wrong with you 
Have you done something to offend God? You see, Jeremiah hadn't done nothing to offend God, but he felt empty. And that emptiness was for a purpose. Hallelujah. But I'm here to share with you that the, the truth that was able to sustain Jeremiah. Hallelujah. He said, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Verse 22, he said that through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed. Hallelujah. Through the Lord's mercy, Jeremiah had taken them through the things that he had gone through that he blamed God for it. But he said that through the mercies of God, what was it that Jeremiah brought to his attention, that brought to his knowledge? he reminded he was reminded of the mercy of the lord that although he went through all the things that he went through but the mercy of the living god kept him going and prevented him from being consumed so he said that through the lord's mercy we are not consumed yet the city has been destroyed but through the mercy of the living god you the people you have not been consumed you have not been destroyed yes you you are feeling empty today but your life has not been destroyed. You still have your life. And because you still have your life, it means that God has still, still has something more for you. Hallelujah. So he said that through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Jeremiah said that, see, I went through all this, but in all things I learned and I saw that the mercy of the living God will never allow any person that places his trust in the Lord to be consumed and that the compassions of the Lord does not fail God's compassion towards your life will never fail God is a compassionate God we saw the life of Jesus that he was always moved by compassion to help the people God is always moved within himself that to show compassion towards you so that he will help you and so the compassion of the Lord, Jeremiah is saying, it never fails. So beloved, no matter what you are going through in your life, God's compassion towards your life will never fail. His mercies towards your life will never allow you to be consumed. Although you feel that you are, you are being left out, although you feel that God is angry with you, you feel that you have been forsaken by God, you feel that you have been allowed for the enemy to destroy your life, but understand that as a child of God that still remain confident and trust and put your trust in him the mercies of the living God will never allow your life to be consumed God still will preserve your life just like he preserved the life of Job yes God himself allowed the enemy to tempt or to test Job and allow Satan to touch his life but yes though he did not allow our Job to be consumed hallelujah so he said that you can touch everything about his life but his life it's not yours it is mine and that life you cannot touch the enemy can have his way and touch anything about your life but he cannot consume you he cannot do anything with your life the compassion of god it never fails and he said that they are new every morning and he said great is your faithfulness great is the faithfulness of the living god hallelujah you see we've been talking about the faithfulness of god and with all this jeremiah is saying all that jeremiah is saying upon all that i went through 
I saw the faithfulness of God in it. In the moment of my sorrow, of my anguish, I did not see it. But later on, when God, after he had delivered me from all my anguish, I saw his faithfulness at work. Whilst I was going through it, I felt empty. I felt distant away from the Lord. I did not see his faithfulness at work, but yes, though God was still faithful. Hallelujah. Because beloved, God had given a promise to Jeremiah. And so when we speak of God's faithfulness, what we are talking about, the meaning of faithfulness, it is the quality of being loyal and reliable. Hallelujah. Jeremiah was a man that was loyal unto God and was, he was reliable because in all that God assigned him to do, he was able to accomplish it. But God was also what? Reliable in that Jeremiah could rely on him, in that his people could rely on him. And the meaning, of, another meaning of what? Of faithfulness is what? Firm in adherence to promise. When a man or a person is able to adhere, hallelujah, adhere to what? To promise. When you adhere to what? Promise. That makes you what? Faithful. So it means that God is able to hold on to his promise and see to it that whatever that he has promised you has come to pass. That is what makes God faithful. It means that God never breaks his promise to you. When God gives you his word, he doesn't go against his word. He doesn't break his word. He sees to it that whatever that he says come to pass. Whatever that he gives you, and tells you about what becomes fulfilled hallelujah to firm adherence to promise so jeremiah is saying that in all these things i saw the faithfulness of god i saw the mercy and the compassion of god and that these mercies and these compassions of God, they are new every morning, each and every morning. God gives you his mercy and he gives you what? His compassion. And he said that great is the faithfulness of God. And so Jeremiah in verse 24, he said that the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Jeremiah, who, who, whose, sorrow, whose soul was very sorrowful and in pain, at the end of the day, the same soul that was very much in pain, that was very much sorrowful, this same soul was able to say within Jeremiah, God is my portion. Now the, the spirit of Jeremiah said that God is my portion. Therefore, I hope in him. Hallelujah. God is my portion. Therefore, I hope in him. Beloved, Whatever that you are going through or facing, see God in it. Because God is a God that never leaves nor forsakes his own. Hallelujah. God is a God that never leaves nor forsakes his own. In verse 25, the Lord is good to those that wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hold and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord hallelujah it is good that one should what hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord so what is Jeremiah saying understand ye men and you people of God 
you might think that God had forsaken you you might think that you are a lone man because when Jeremiah was found in the well and in the mud when he was chained deep within the mud he felt that he was all alone hallelujah because when God called him he gave him his promise he said do not be afraid of your faces for I will deliver you but he found himself in the mud he found himself thrown and chained in the mud so here Jeremiah might have been saying my life now is in is in contradictions to the promise that God has given but he did not know what God was taking him through and the thing that God was using his life to build hallelujah praise God beloved I am not here to tell you that overlook your problems hallelujah and to live in denial you see God never wants you to live in denial denial of what you are going through you know sometimes you might be told that hey listen what you are going through is not there yes it is there hallelujah faith does not disagree the presence of the problem but it, it disagrees with the impact of the problem that it can have with you on your life so faith says that yes the problem is there but you can override the problem by your faith and your trust in the lord hallelujah faith does not cover the face of the problem and tells you it is not there faith reveals and unveils the problem unto you and tells you the way it is that this is what you are dealing with but hey listen there is a god in whom when you place your faith that same god is able to bring you out hallelujah and get rid of the problem for you so jeremiah is reminding the people you have felt forsaken you have been troubled hallelujah he says you lost your job your hours might have been reduced you might have lost your wages you might be going through a broken family your family is nearly at the point whereby it is being torn apart and in this you are asking god god where are you hallelujah you're asking god god where are you he is there beloved Jeremiah said, I said, be patient as you wait quietly, quietly upon the Lord. He said, the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Jesus said, seek and you will find. And in and Isaiah, he said that those that wait patiently upon the Lord, their strength shall be renewed. Hallelujah. So there, there is a reward for those that seek God. There is a reward for those that patiently wait upon Him. Those that quietly wait upon God. Whatever that you are going through, quietly, through your prayers, wait upon the Lord and see His salvation at work in your life. David was told, he said, be still and know that I am the Lord. You see, 
in, in quietness in calmness of your soul and spirit in patience you will see the salvation of god the reason why you are not seeing god at work is because you are all disoriented within the situation your mind is everywhere you are unable to concentrate you are unable to stay focused on god your mind is throughout the problem and that blindfolds you and steals your sight or your vision of what god is doing in your life but i understand that god is faithful that keeps his word and the word of the lord is that david said he said i have been young and i have been old yet i have never seen the righteous forsaken neither his children begging for bread hallelujah i have been young and i have been old but yet i have not seen the righteous being forsaken nor his children begging for bread this should be the word of the lord that should be at the back of your mind to run with it to remind yourself every time that you face something in your life that god he never forsake his own that god is faithful that god is very much what he is faithful in the book of deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9 after god had brought the people out of egypt and after he had reminded them of all that he was going to do for them moses reminded the people god is a faithful god all that god had promised you he will keep it and he will keep his covenant with you even for generations upon generations to come and he will never break it hallelujah god will never break it so beloved as i bring the message to an end whenever you feel forsaken whenever you feel that god is silent the silence of god does not mean that he has not heard your prayer and that he's never going to answer your prayer whenever god is silent that should also tell you whenever it's you that is feeling that way and that god is up to something god hears every prayer hallelujah and even in his silence he is at work he has not spoken yet because he is not ready to deliver what is due unto you but when god is ready he will speak and he will show himself through your life hallelujah so hope in god just like jeremiah hope in him whatever you are going through just keep hoping in the lord and keep reminding yourself that the faithfulness of god the mercies the compassions of god are renewed they are new every morning just like the word of the lord says weeping may endure but for a night but joy comes in the morning every day the mercy of god are new so it means that the mercies the compassion and faithfulness of god they are not the same that is carried to the next day god renews his faithfulness he renews his vow he renews his covenant with you the mercies of the lord the compassion of god they are new each and every day for you and they are never the same it keeps on growing for you 
So don't feel left out. Don't feel forsaken. For God is on your side. Hallelujah.